Hello and welcome to History for Weirdos. We are your hosts, Andrew and Stephanie. And each week, we're going to take you on a journey into the strange, obscure, and relentlessly entertaining corners of human history. Now listen up, friends, because it's about to get weird. Welcome to the History for Weirdos podcast. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Andrew. And we are your co-hosts. We're also husband and wife. Yes, in case we haven't mentioned that. Yeah. Um, So we spend a lot of time together. and (laughs) We spend a couple of days together a week. (laughs) Only part-time. Only Only part-time. And for this week's episode, Andrew, listener, I'm going to be covering the Dancing Plague. Ooh. A plague of dance. A plague of dance. So, I'm probably jumping the gun here. Yeah. But, is that what it sounds like? Absolutely. It, uh, folks were plagued with uncontrollable dancing. Um, should I just jump right in? Well, I mean, what type of dancing? Was it, was it like salsa? Was it like... <laughs> was it like the foxtrot? Was or was it, it like grinding in the club? I definitely was grinding in the club. Nice. No, um, that, that would be fun. Yeah. It, it has its fun. <laughs> it has its ups and downs. The downs are really down, though. Oof. Yeah, so we will get into that. So picture it, Andrew. Okay, I'm picturing this. It's the summer of 1518 in the city of Strasbourg. Um, we're in the Holy Roman Empire, in case you're wondering. Not the Roman Empire, everyone. The Holy Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. HRE for short in my head whenever I read it. <laughs> the HRE. The HRE, baby. Um, when a woman known as Frau Trophea, I don't know. Frau Trophea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my terrible, terrible German accent. And we lost our one German listener. Yeah. Um, so Frau Trofea steps out into the middle of the street and begins to silently twist, twirl, and shake. It gets weirder, though, because poor Frau Trofea didn't stop dancing for a whole week. Oh, my God. And by the end of that week, she wasn't alone. Three dozen other folks in Strasbourg had joined in on the uncontrollable dance fest. So I'm wondering if this dancing is more like convulsing. Uh-huh. That's actually really good. Yeah. I, they call it dancing, and apparently this is actually pretty well like documented, the events. Oh. And they always say dancing, but it doesn't sound like... If they're like moving uncontrollably, it's like they're convulsing. Uh-huh. Like flailing around, like probably uncomfortable. Um... So, dear listener, if you're as big of a nerd as Andrew and I, then so far, this story probably reminds you of some very iconic <gasps> pop culture TV episode. Do you know it, Andrew? Oh, I know it. Is this the Buffy, like, dancing episode? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what it made me think of. The episode that we're referring to is called Once More with Feeling, and it is in season six of Buffy. This is easily like a top five episode, <clears throat> I think. I totally agree. It's, yeah. it's absolutely one of my favorites, and um, 
I'm happy at the chance to talk about Buffy on a history podcast. (laughs) Um, So just for a quick little, like, synopsis of the episode, so that for folks who haven't seen it can kind of see why this made us think of it, is that um, in the episode, it's it's the only musical episode of the show, I should say. If you just watch this show, and this episode of the show... And it's a musical. That's not how Buffy is. No, Buffy. Uh, by the way, we're referring to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which ran from like I think the, like the late '90s and early 2000s. I yeah, want to say that sounds about right. Yeah. So in this episode of the show, all the characters spontaneously will burst into song and dance, and they can't help but reveal like their deepest, darkest secrets, and they can't stop dancing to the point where they can like spontaneously combust, and what's causing it. And Buffy is demon is a demon, of oh course. God, that's true, and that's probably what was causing it in Strasbourg in fifteen eighteen. <laughs> demons, demons, or a demon. Apologies, a demon. Yeah, you are definitely on a similar um, track as the <laughs> as the folks of fifteen eighteen. You guys are on the same wavelength there. Um, oh, so I'm sure. let's leave the Buffy verse and let's get back into fifteen eighteen. And it's the same summer. By August, at least 400 people in Strasbourg were afflicted by the dancing plague. These people seemingly had no control over the wild dancing, and many would dance nonstop for days or weeks at a time. While the absurdity of this sounds fun and lighthearted, it was actually really awful for those afflicted, because folks would collapse from exhaustion or even unfortunately die um they'd have a heart attack a stroke or just die of exhaustion jeez yeah so it was a really big scary problem yeah that sounds like it's a scary problem Mm -hmm. like just you're literally dancing yourself to death yeah so understandably (laughs) dancing yourself to death it really sounds awful yeah and this is like literally what happened in buffy yes Uh (sighs) uh-huh i know demons man i'm telling you demons they're no joke (laughs) (laughs) Um, would you like to hear, Andrew, mm-hmm. what the stupid solution for this issue was? So, I'm going to go with cutting off their feet. Mm-hmm. That's a really good guess. Yeah. That or sounds, something similarly stupid. That sounds like a 16th century solution if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, similarly ironic or idiotic. Yeah, maybe and both. ironic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, because it's 1518, no one understood science, medicine, anatomy, biology, no one knew anything. And the quote-unquote physicians had a really weird explanation for this breakout. And they said that the reason for the dancing plague was quote-unquote hot blood. So this was your blood, which the temperature Mm -hmm. is too high. Yes, Andrew, that's what hot blood means. (laughs) Well, I just want to make sure I understand this, because it sounds so unbelievably (laughs) idiotic, even for the time. Yeah, so these, again, doctors, in air (laughs) quotes. Quote, unquote. Big air quote. Doctors were like, oh, their blood's super hot, so that's why they can't stop dancing, obviously. Oh my god, man. Um... Yeah, I have a feeling that wasn't it. That's just going to be my modern day guess. 
I think demons is more likely. Yeah, I think I would have been like, yeah, it's probably demons before. I'm like, yeah, it's just that they're really warm. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, usually when I'm really warm, I don't just start, like, dancing. No, because you'd get hotter. Yeah, it's it's illogical. It really doesn't make sense. Um, so, to cure the hot blood, which was causing the dancing, mm-hmm. the doctors prescribed... More dancing. It's like, more cowbell. <laughs> yeah, like, who are these doctors? I really want to know. They definitely did not get their degrees from Harvard. Definitely I know Harvard not. didn't exist at this point, but... Um, I know, but it's just scary to think... I'm sure it'll come up, like, in future episodes as well. It's really scary to think of where medicine was for so long in human history. That the cure to dancing was dance some more. Yeah, and what's utterly terrifying, probably even more terrifying, is, like, if we were to go back in time, we would be leading medical experts again. That is horrifying. So you're saying that, like, the more terrifying thought is you and I being doctors? Yeah, because we're not. We're like, not. literally the sight of, like, if someone... I mean, in high school, when we uh-huh. had to dissect stuff, that grossed me out. It made me nauseous. Did you actually do it? Yeah. I... Um, pretended I was sick and didn't go to school that day. We had to dissect. Lucky. We had to dissect a cat. Man, that's messed up. I didn't have to do that. Uh, I think yeah. it was like a rat or something, or like a. I, I know at one point I had to dissect a jellyfish, which wasn't as bad because mm-hmm. they're just like you know it's just yeah. a jellyfish, and it just does it just look like jelly. Yeah, it uh-huh. just. I, I mean, I was in I think sixth grade at the really? time. Really? Yeah, but I mean, it was just a jellyfish. So wow, that's just crazy like, though. No, we didn't have to do any dissections until high school. Mm-hmm. And it was a cat, and the I remember oh, the teacher, shout out Miss Santana, <laughs> she was handing out our cats the day before, and they were skinned cats. No, oh my god, that's even worse. I, Jesus Christ, I dude. wanted to cry, and I just knew in my heart of hearts, I'm not freaking coming to school tomorrow. There's no, no way I'm dissecting this cat. And Santana, any relation to, you know, Carlos, the Santana, yeah, Carlos? Yeah, Carlos Santana was my high school science teacher. Did I never no, mention that? No, Miss Santana, first of all, you said, or yeah. Mrs. or whatever. Any relation to the Carlos Santana? Yeah, yeah, it was Carlos Santana. I just like to go by Miss Santana. I don't know. <laughs> I do not believe you. No, I don't know, actually. I'm surprised no one ever asked her that. Yeah. Um. So if we ever go back in time, we can be doctors. Obviously, mm. we sound like we're qualified. At I least mean, more honestly, qualified we than would these be. Guys. Yeah, more qualified than these dum-dums so in order to fulfill this prescription of dance some more to cure the dancing the like the officials of strasbourg like the town officials constructed a stage in the middle of town like they built a stage and they hired bands from outside (laughs) of strasbourg (laughs) to come and perform, and they put all the people afflicted by the dancing plague onto the stage and made them dance. Let's just take a moment and just, like, fully just, like, relish in the stupidity of this. It's, it, like, are they just trying to get it, like, out of their system? I'm trying to understand. Yes, I think that might have been, yes, I think that might have been the idea was, like, it, maybe if they dance enough, they'll get the dancing out of their hot blood. Hot blood. Hot blood. And they'll stop. But, <laughs> surprise, surprise, 
this didn't work. Oh my god, color me shocked. More people died. <laughs> oh, again, shocked. Yeah, and so when they realized that the prescription of dancing wasn't going to work, everyone got together and was like, obviously, this is a saintly curse. Kind of similar to the demons idea. I still think it's demons. Yeah, so in order to appease the saint, which they believed, which I'll, you know, I'll get into the saint a little bit later, but in order to appease the saint, which they believed had cursed the people of Strasbourg, they banned things such as prostitution and gambling, and they drove out anyone that that they deemed, like just arbitrarily deemed to be immoral. Mm, so anyone like the that undesirables. liked like anyone that probably liked sex or anything fun back then <laughs> was deemed immoral. You like to have out. fun? Immoral. Yes. So after they were <laughs> they cleansed Strasbourg from the prostitution and the gambling and all the, the good quite, times. Quite, quite. They took all the victims of the dancing disease to the altar of St. Vitus, who was a Catholic saint from Sicily. Um, okay, okay. And he, just for a fun fact, is often depicted with a cauldron and a rooster. So they took all these folks there and then they told them, pray for your salvation until you get better. Oh, my God. It's just like half a step up from dance some more. Yeah, I, this is better. I will admit. At least admit, they this didn't is, make them dance more. This is better, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Want to hear what's even more surprising? You gotta be kidding me! Did this actually work? They stopped dancing. Like it took, I think, a few weeks. But they did. But they stopped dancing. Maybe some just like cold water on their faces, you know, just like dump some cold water. You know, that does align more with the idea of hot blood. You'd think you'd want to cool them <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if like, man. Yeah. So then once everyone was cured, the town just kind of was like, well, that was weird. And then they just <laughs> moved along and didn't really address it again. But there are some modern theories as to what was going on with the dancing plague of 1518. Would you like to hear them? Oh, I would love to hear them. And if they don't have <laughs> demons, then they're actually not, like, real. The, the modern theories? The modern theories. If they don't have demons. Exactly. Okay. Um, it's the only logical explanation. I'm so happy we're married. <laughs> <laughs> so... I guess this kind of maybe has demons. According to historian... <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> one of the theories is, according to historian John Waller... Or John Baller. John Baller, as we like to call <laughs> him. Oh, no. God, we... Okay, so, we just lost any pretend credibility we had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but the answer might actually be connected to St. Vitus. Just mm. not in the way that the physicians of 1518 were thinking. Wow. So... In the context of the time, very pious Catholics of the 16th century believed that St. Vitus had the power to curse people with a dancing disease. As one does. Yeah. And also something else that was going on at the time of uh, the dancing plague was Strasbourg. 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 (laughs) I don't know why I did that. But Strasbourg was um, inflicted with a really bad famine. People were really hungry, people were starving, and people were really, really stressed out. Mm. So what John Waller thinks is that the fear of being cursed by St. Vitus, 
plus the stress, like the immense stress of living through a famine would have caused mass hysteria. The, you know, what afflicts females. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a part of the history of hysteria. So what is hysteria, you ask? <laughs> a psychological disorder um, whose symptoms include conversion of psychological stress into like a physical manifestation. Mm-hmm. So this can be selective amnesia, shallow, volatile emotions, or overdramatic attention-seeking behavior. Mm. And as Andrew mentioned, this term has a history of controversy because it was formally regarded as a disease, as a psychological disease that solely afflicted females. Females and their feelings. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when, like, a guy would tell, like, a woman, like, you're being hysterical, it comes from this. That's where it comes from. So, it's actually... It's actually kind of messed up. It's super messed up. Like, I want to make fun of this, but then also, at the same time, this is really messed up. Yeah. So, for a really long time, it was believed that this... It was just women and and their big emotions, and then they are It's essentially giving, like, a psychological disorder to... Females being overly dramatic, (laughs) which is terrible. And thankfully, it is not viewed that way anymore. What John Waller is talking about is is afflicts both males and females, obviously. But yeah, so John Waller, a.k.a. John Baller. John Baller thinks that the people of Strasbourg just had mass hysteria. Um, So another theory for what might have been afflicting these... um, Dancers, the hysterical dancers. is that uh huh the hysterical dancers is that they were actually members of a religious cult. Oh my god! Oh my god! Demons. Yes, maybe they were worshiping a demon. See, listeners, I knew, I knew <laughs> it was you, demons. You called it. I called it straight away. Yeah, but my question to you is, <laughs> if there are <laughs> like so many questions for you, babe, yeah. but like. We don't have time for that. Yes. But my question regarding this is if the people of the 1518 Dancing Plague were actually members of a religious cult, Mm -hmm. do you think they were just trying to freak other people out? Or do you think it was, like, a ceremony? You know what? Like, remember in college with the... (laughs) Oh, my God. Where is this going? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This could could go a lot of different ways. Uh But, like... Remember in college, though, when we used to have the flash mobs? Oh, yeah. What if this could have been, like, the very first, the OG, if you will, Mm -hmm. flash mob? That's actually um, kind of a sweet idea if people didn't die. Yeah, so that (laughs) okay brought your theory way down. Yeah, that like destroyed my theory. So I don't think that's probably true. No, unless they viewed themselves like if they died dancing, like Mm -hmm. much like. You know, the ancient Norse died in battle, Mm -hmm. but if they died dancing, like they go to their version of Valhalla. Mm -hmm. Like if they were part of a religious cult and they were performing this dancing ceremony, if they died, they'd essentially go to heaven. Exactly. But, you know, of course, even I have to realize this is a pretty big stretch. Yes. This one is not one of the more widely accepted theories, but I thought it was... I thought it was interesting, so I threw it in there. Yeah. A third theory is that the people of Strasbourg accidentally ingested 
ergot. It's E-R-G-O-T, for anyone that wants to look it up, which is a toxic mold that grows Mm. on damp rye, and it can produce spasms and hallucinations. It's essentially LSD. Interesting. Like, Uh it's almost like a fungal... I know, like, in insects, like, they can get fungal infections that, like, can, like, literally, like, control their movements. Really? Yeah, and make them, like, have erratic... Mm -hmm. It's almost like they're zombies, Mm -hmm. in a way. I wonder if that, that... That's a possibility. I think it's pretty unlikely. It sounds... It sounds like the symptoms line up, um, and it kind of makes sense, but my only question with that one is, like, say say everyone essentially took LSD right. this summer, and they just... They didn't know that it was coming from the rye, um, so people just kept eating it and were continuously taking LSD. <laughs> In 1518. <laughs> In 1518. <laughs> Would they all have the same trip? Would they all, like hallucinate to dance you know what i mean like i feel like everyone reacts differently to drugs of course yeah and to you know all the grandmas listening we have never taken lsd and that is a true statement so this is just from like third hand accounts (laughs) yes yes to all the grandmas listening um we're purely speculating yeah and this is true yeah. yeah. Also, um, folks, if you're listening right now and you hear like a clanking noise in the background, I really hope you don't. That is our pet bird. And speaking of demons. Oh, speaking of demons, that's our pet bird. Her name is Delta, and she's having an epic battle with her toy bell right now. Yes. So, sorry. Hopefully no one can hear her. Um, I'm really hoping they can't. Yeah. <laughs> but... There were actually other cases of the dancing plague throughout Europe. Oh my god. Yep. Um, is it were they all localized to like Germany or No, it was spread out throughout the European continent seven as a matter of fact between like mm. a like a big chunk of time between 1021 AD and 1536 AD. So the interesting. Yeah, the leading theory the most accepted one is is this theory that I mentioned of mass hysteria. So historians believe that all of these are actual cases of mass hysteria, which could be related to stress and fear from the ideas of things such as witchcraft, demonic possession, saintly curses, and just other supernatural powers in general. Right. I think what's interesting about this, though, is you mm-hmm. know it's localized to Europe. Mm-hmm. It's just one continent. Well, it's not like Asia or Africa mm-hmm. um, or South America had experienced anything like this. Well, I don't know, actually. My research wasn't that extensive okay. to know if there were. I, I'd imagine, you know, while those places might not have had like the same sort of like Judeo Christian type of religiosity that back right. in the day folks had their mm. own sort of beliefs or superstitions. Right, right. And interestingly enough, um, the case of the Salem witch trials, you know, here in mm-hmm. the U.S. is actually pretty widely viewed as a case of mass hysteria. Oh, so it, it did travel to the Americas. Yes. So those possibly. those young women, you know, I assume we've all kind of heard a little bit about the Salem witch trials, but essentially it was like these clusters of young women claiming to be... Um, Possessed or enticed to sign the Book of the Beast and... <laughs> as one does. As one does and become witches. And what we think now is that the sort of op- oppressive and, again, highly superstitious culture 
of the Puritans at that time, I mean, especially oppressive towards women, mm-hmm. kind of just caused this outburst of, of hysteria. Mm. So it did reach the U.S. potentially in a certain way. But right. what I love about a, a case like this is that we actually just don't know. You know, like all we can do is speculate and make educated guesses and put things in the context of their time. But this this dancing plague really could have been anything. That That's like, I just love these mysteries, mm-hmm. you know, like, and you know what? You're right. Like we may never know the cause and that's aliens. Just, it's aliens <laughs> or demons or demons. That's, right, right, you know, that, until I am proven otherwise, <laughs> oh I'm gosh. going with demons. And you just made us sound so credible for, I all, did, the, yes. for all the folks that don't know <laughs> us and are just tuning in. They're like, wow, those are some savvy, savvy yes, people. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, I'm using my like my history background for sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, so or lack thereof. <laughs> or, or very evident lack thereof for yeah. both of us. Hey, I took a couple of history classes in college. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so that's that's the case of the Dancing Plague. Ooh. And I got... Yay! Thank you, thank you. And I got my information from Wikipedia. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, I think I've heard of Wikipedia before. Yeah. It's like a... I don't know. I've, I it's just stumbled upon it. It yeah. seems pretty cool. Donate to Wikipedia, everyone, um, as well as <laughs> history.com also sounds super legit. <laughs> yeah. And a really cool um, YouTube video that I can link in the show notes that has like a fun little like illustration of the dancing plague along with it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening to us to our third episode of History for Weirdos. Please, um, if you enjoy this at all, hit that subscribe button. Um, it really helps give us feedback and let us know that we're, we're not just sitting in our living room on a Saturday night in our pajamas <laughs> <laughs> for, for no one besides each other to be listening. Exactly. And you know what? And similarly, if you, uh, <laughs> similarly. similarly, man, I've only had one Guinness and it's Jesus. <laughs> but anyways, if you have some feedback, please let us know. Uh, our email is historyforweirdos at gmail.com. You can also at us <laughs> at historyforweirdos, and that's our handle for both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And then also we have a TikTok at history underscore for underscore weirdos. Yeah. So feel free to follow along. We'll be um, posting like pictures and stuff from the episodes and like any any sort of like fun silly history memes that we find that's exactly that's reason enough to follow you guys yeah exactly and also like we're millennials so for tiktok um this is like we're this is like one of the stranger things we're we're kind of like on the older end so if you like young folks have any tips on tiktok please let us know oh my gosh i know i, I feel like this is like it's just so weird being well, a millennial and feeling so, like I'm the older side. So be kind, be gentle when yes. you, if you happen to see us fumbling around TikTok. Um, and thank you again, and definitely check in for our next episode. Mm-hmm. It might be another mystery. Another mystery. Mwahaha. Mwahaha. Well, <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, weirdos! weirdos.